0: check out dreamhost not only is their solution super affordable it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed
1: welcome to another episode of marketing school i'm eric su and i'm neil patel and today we are going to talk about how eric grew a dying business now in this context eric is obviously me neil would you like to give the context or
0: would you like me to start first I can start it off and I'll be interviewing Eric. So years ago, Eric acquired a company called Single Grain, which is his ad agency, and you're still running it today. Is that correct? I'm out of the day-to-day. I only come in on Mondays sometimes to help with strategy. But nonetheless, you took it over and for years you were the CEO. Yep. You once were working there. You were a partner. The company was doing okay. It started dying down. Your numbers started going into the shitter, right? Excuse mm-hmm. my language. But when you were working there as a partner, what happened and what caused the business almost die? Yeah, so...
1: What happened was when I was brought into the company, the Google Penguin and Panda updates hit. So a lot of the, these are link updates, right? Or content quality updates. And a lot of the work that the company was doing as an SEO agency wasn't effective anymore. So what was happening was the clients were actually churning out and then I was brought in to help stop the bleeding. So that's the original premise.
0: And then it didn't work out. The business was going to shut its doors and you ended up purchasing it, correct? Correct. And do you ever talk about how much you purchased it for?
1: Yes, I purchased it for $2 out of pocket. So Neil was very gracious to give me 10% of shares for $1. Heaton Shaw was another one for $1 for 10%. And the rest was paid through the profits of the company.
0: Okay, so $2 out of pocket. And when you had to pay the rest out of profits from the company, what was roughly the remaining amounts? I think it was like eighty or $90,000. And then at that time, the company was generating how much in
1: revenue? I believe at the time, so uh, top line was about 1.1 when I took it over and then we were negative at the time. And then when you took it over, did the revenue decrease anymore? Yeah. So when I took it over the the first year, the revenue decreased more. We lost a ton of employees. We tried to convert it into a content marketing agency because that was the natural nice pivot because like ICO and and content are kind of similar, but lost a ton of employees. People didn't believe in it anymore. People didn't believe in me as a leader, which is fair. Revenues dipped to, I I I think it was like 500,000 or something.
0: And then you took it to 500,000 to what it is now. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you don't reveal revenue numbers, but Correct. it's, it's greater than 1.1 1. 1 substantially. Would you agree with that or no? It's a couple million bucks a year. Yep. So you're doing more than where it was at. How'd you end up growing it to at least a couple of million dollars a year?
1: Yeah. So a couple of things. I mean, th- these are some helpful lessons and-, and Neil actually has helped with some of this, but I remember we were actually able to rank for a lot of good terms th- that were helping us drive leads. And what ended up happening was Neil gave me this idea was to refer the leads out. So we were basically, because we basically had no employees, we would refer the leads out and we would collect like a 25 to 30% recurring commission on those leads. So let's say if I referred the leads to Neil's agency, he would do the work and he would give me 20, 30% 30% of let's say, you know, clients paying $10,000 a month, he would give me $2,500, $3,000 a month. That's what we ended up doing for a while. And what we saw there was the agencies that we refer to leads to, they actually couldn't retain the customer. So what ended up happening was we ended up hiring freelancers to do paid advertising work because um, it just, you know, that's very black and white. Our revenue started increasing, clients stayed longer. And we're like, dude, you know what? Why don't we just end up building a full-time team? And that's what we did. And from there, building the full-time team out, building the culture out, that scaled us to you know where we are today from almost dead to where it is today. Really healthy company.
0: And what did you do from a marketing perspective to start driving more leads and customers?
1: So a couple things. As I was trying to save the company, I started my first podcast, Growth Everywhere, now called Leveling Up. That grew and that actually drove leads, drove some customers. And I'll tell you that podcast customers, actually, they have the shortest sales cycle, which means they close faster and they actually stay a lot longer. We're talking about a couple of years. That's one thing. The other thing is we spent a lot of time on content and SEO on our own website. So that took our, our traffic from about 4,000 visits a month to about where it's still today, which is about flat, about 250,000 visits a month. So we basically started to spend a lot on content and that has paid dividends for us even today.
0: Cool. Any other tips that you have for people if their business is flat or dying and they have to try to turn it around?
1: Yeah, I, I think my my feedback would be, if you truly believe in it, because at the time when I was able to purchase the company, it's clear that even Neil as a partner, like the other partners- um, I was about to say, I didn't believe in it. I yeah, was telling
0: the, you to just walk away.
1: As a good friend, Neil was telling me what he truly thought. And like sometimes I would say, like if you if you see something and you believe in it, then you stick with it, right? And I'm not saying do that all the time, but if you truly think there's something there and there's not much to lose, then you go for it. That's one thing I would say. The second thing is, if you're going to think about the people, Like I remember I literally read this book called let my people go sailing. And I literally let my people go sailing. Like I wouldn't, I'm like, you know what? They're smart. You hire smart people. The book literally said that I took it literally. And then I didn't go to the office. Yeah. Let them go sailing. Right. And what ended up happening was I remember their employees telling me, look, you know, some of the people that are, they just come into the office, they eat chips and they watch family guy on their computer. So you gotta think about, look, if you're actually going to have people, you have to think about how you're going to build a good culture and be very intentional about it. And then from there, I, I think it, I see it as virtually impossible to, to fail. There's a lot of people around the world that have built businesses that are no smarter than you. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you're really smart. So I think you keep going, you focus on the people, build a good culture and then know that you're going to make a lot of mistakes, but, um, just endure and, you know, hope that it works out. Even if it doesn't work out, by the way, you think about Amazon with their fire phone, they took those learnings and they brought it into the Alexa. So, parlay your learnings into your next thing and it will work out, Neil?
0: Yeah, and Eric overall, even though I didn't believe that he should have spent time on that business, he did, he proved me wrong, he did well and good for him. You did well over the years and you deserve it. So Thanks. on that note, as we're wrapping it up, we're doing an event in San Francisco in roughly 30 days from now check out marketingschoolio slash live. You'll see people like the main person who grew Facebook, Twitter, Quora there. He's going to teach you some of his marketing tactics that you probably haven't heard about before. You're going to start seeing people there that venture capitalists look up to and they tell all their portfolio companies to go and hire to help them maximize their sales. But literally we have some of the best speakers and attendees. This isn't just a normal event. You uh, go to marketingschoolio slash live. Fill out the details and Eric and I will personally call you. We're vetting every single person in. It's not just, hey, if you want to come, you can. We want to make sure there's super qualified people who can add value versus just someone going to be there who can't provide value. It's not really a conference format. It's something unique. But to find out more, again, you'll have to go to marketingschool.io live.